the 2nd of October, 2008, episode 102. The Rookie Designer, with your host, Adam Hay. Let's take a look at the starting lineup. All right, so it's October and I'm back, just as I said I would be. Uh, the last three months seem like an eternity, really. Uh, after doing podcasts for about two years almost, uh, seemed like a long time to be gone. But um, we are back now, hopefully for the long haul. Uh, we'll kind of decide that as this thing goes on. Uh, the three months off were good. It was good for me. I got some stuff done. Probably not as much as I thought I was going to get done. Um, so we're just going to start this thing going again and see how it goes. Um, I was back on August 21st. I did a little checking in and there was a little interview that I posted. Maybe you read that, maybe you didn't. Some of uh, some of that might have been interesting to some of you. But uh, now it's time to start the show back up. So that's what we're going to do. A um, little bit of news and notes and just kind of getting back into the swing of things for this one. Um, and I also have a small topic to go to cover and um, it's actually kind of more of just a question to pose. I don't necessarily have all the answers, and nor do I ever really claim that I have all the answers to any of these things, but I think it's just uh, maybe some good stuff to, to start conversing about, start thinking about. So that's what we're doing today. Right off the bat, I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And if you're coming back after the three-month hiatus and listening uh, thank you for that. Thank you for uh, giving me that break, which I absolutely needed. Um, I could say that I need more time, but I, I promise to be back in three months, so that's what we're doing. Um, hopefully you guys got a lot done during those three months that I was gone. Uh, I definitely got some stuff done that I wanted to get done. Uh, like I said, maybe not everything got fit in there, but you know, we, we roll with what we can, and you know, I, I'm I'm good with what I got done, I guess. So a couple things on the website. Um, I actually finally changed the the button over to App Clinic rather than it being the Quick Tips button that it used to be. And that actually now takes you to the App Clinic website. Um, that podcast has continued to, to roll through these three months. So if you weren't aware of that and you are a fan of that show or you do need to uh, watch some video tutorials on pretty much everything in the, the uh, Adobe creative suite. That's pretty much what it's limited to, limited to these days. I used to do some on Cork and some Apple stuff, but pretty much it's InDesign, uh, Illustrator, Photoshop, and some Dreamweaver, and occasionally some Flash as well. So if you need any training in those, uh, you might want to pop over there for some quick training videos. Um, the website, of course, for Rookie Designer is rookiedesigner.com slash rookie. Uh, that's that will take you right to the podcast page. If you just go to rookiedesigner.com, it'll take you to our home site, uh, where there is a news page. First off, that is a blog, and I am committed to get that getting that going again. Um, it seems I kind of go in spurts with that. Sometimes there's a lot of stuff that I put up. Sometimes nothing for three months. So we're gonna try and get that going back up again. Uh, the bullpen will continue and that's uh, just kind of where I recommend some sites for people to go check out. Always good to go look at other people's work and stuff like that and also um, some good resources for you as well. Um, the forum, which I think is probably the biggest thing, the most important thing 
for our website. And that's where you can go talk to all the other designers that listen to this show. And there is a ton of designers, um, almost 500 now, I think, from all over the world. Some great conversations going on in there. And you can ask questions. You can answer questions. Um, you can pose uh, show topics for me if you want up there, which would be a great help. Um, there is the archives, which is, of course, where I put all the old podcasts when they're no longer on the feed, which it's probably about time for me to move some more over there. I'm sure I was saying that before I left on my hiatus. So that's something I didn't get done. And then uh, there's a little about page, which you probably don't care about. It's just some stuff about the show and myself. So um, you'll notice that I took away uh, a resources page where I kind of had some stuff where you guys could buy stuff or you guys could donate money. It's never really been what this show is about. It's about me um, kind of getting some thoughts out about what happens at work, what happens with my job and everything else that goes on with uh, me in the design field. And uh, that's how I want it to be. So um, first of all, let me get this going here. Uh, this podcast is being brought to you by GoToMeeting. And GoToMeeting gives you the best way to meet with people because you meet online. They don't have to pay money to come travel to where you are. Uh, it's not some big expensive thing. You pay a single fee and you meet as many times as you want. And it's great because they log in through their browser and they can see everything that you're doing on your desktop. So much like the App Clinic podcast that I have, um, I show you how to do things. You can do that same exact thing, but even better because it's live. You're talking to them over voice over IP or for or over phone conferencing, or you can use both and you can explain to them what's going on as you're showing them things on your screen. So uh, if you want to try that out for free, you can for 30 days. You just need to go to this URL, gotomeeting.com slash tech podcasts. That's gotomeeting.com slash tech podcasts, or you can just go to the show notes of this show, which again is on rookiedesigner.com slash rookie, and you'll find a link in there to go check it out. So I recommend that you do that. All right, so again, I'm just going to kind of ramble on a little bit in this one probably. So uh, hopefully I can keep your interest, but I just wanted to cover some of the things that have been going on with me and uh, as far as that pertains to the show. So uh, very, very busy. <laughs> I've, I've had my busy schedule as usual, and I hope everybody else has been staying busy and making lots of money in design. Um, I still have my same full-time job. I have been on the job hunt again, um, probably a couple of times since I last talked to you. Uh, I've signed up with yet another staffing agency. So we're, we're going to see how this one goes and I'll keep you updated on anything that goes on there. Uh, the initial meetings with these places are pretty good. You know, it's just kind of like that first interview when you think everything just goes super good and there's no way you're not going to get that job, but you quickly learn after you do it a couple of times that it's all just kind of, uh, you know, like the salesman meet and greet, you know, they're going to give you their best. You're going to show them your best. And where it goes from there really is up in the air. You know, it depends on a lot of factors, um, namely being how many jobs are out there and how many jobs are right for you. First of all, um, their ability to get those clients interested in you and your ability to, you know, keep feeding them the information that they need, um, which it's definitely a two way street. I mean, you don't go into these places and they just automatically find you a job without you doing anything. It's, it still takes work on your part as well. So that's kind of the position that I'm in again. Um, trying to find work in Orange County. Uh, I've since moved from San Diego to Orange County, so um, I'm kind of in 
a good situation with my old job, which is still in San Diego. Uh, I only have to go into the office once a week and I work remotely the rest of the time. So uh, that really saved me from really having to get that other job. So that was good. But uh, that's kind of the situation I'm in. Uh, still doing freelance as well. Uh, as you know, still doing App Clinic, as I mentioned. And uh, actually did a little bit of writing for Smashing Magazine. That's one of the websites that we've had in the bullpen before. Smashingmagazine.com. I wrote an article about uh, video podcasting or screencasting for them. And uh, they've asked me to write some more articles if I ever find the time to do so. So hopefully... Uh, Something like that will be coming up, and I'll let you guys know so that you can go read it if you're interested. Um, really, I, I propose to them a lot of the kind of topics that we talk about on this show. So it, it might be just kind of regurgitated, but um, down in print form and on a pretty good website. If you haven't checked out that website, I would recommend that you do so because a lot of good information up there. It is geared more towards multimedia and web professionals, but there's a lot of good information up there as well as freebies. They give a lot of free icons, icon sets, and WordPress um, uh, templates and uh, all kinds of good stuff, good scripts and stuff that you can use in your websites if you make websites. So um, check out that website. Um... Let's see, on the show front, uh, I, I want to thank everybody for, for sending in their support and their ideas for you know what, what we should do with this show going forward. Uh, I'm going to try and have a little bit more abbreviated format. Uh, I'm still not sure. Uh, I'm going to start out in just doing it the way that we were, where it's every other week. So uh, not a show every week, but once uh, it should be every other Thursday is when it should be released. And I say should because uh, things are, like I said, busy. So sometimes it, it might fall on a different day. I'll try and keep you uh, up on when something like that is going to happen, though. Um, but I'm going to try and keep the format short. I say try because I've tried that in the past, and that's usually when I end up rambling for an hour. So if that happens, uh, all the better for you guys, I guess, more content. But I'm going to try and keep it shorter to a, a 30, 45-minute show. Uh, in doing so, I'm going to omit a couple of things. I think I'm going to, this is going to be the end of the uh, key commands. So it's on you guys to learn your own key commands and use them. And I, I really think that you should. It really helps you to work faster and more efficiently. And potential employers definitely like to see that kind of thing. So stay up on your, on your uh, key commands, even though I'm not going to be feeding them to you. Uh, another thing that's going to kind of, be pushed aside is the rookie mistake and I think we covered a lot of good ones in the past couple of years and really it was something that I was struggling to come up with new ones not that I don't make mistakes but sometimes I just don't always uh, remember them uh, sometimes uh, I just had a hard time coming up with some good material that wasn't basically just um, regurgitating what I talked about in the show so I think you know it's it's always going to be a part of this show because again this show is always dedicated or geared towards people who are new to the field and really need those tips about what to do and what not to do. So it's definitely still going to be part of a show. It's just not going to be, you know, singled out as a segment. Uh, I am going to keep the bullpen going because I think it's great. Uh, if anybody has suggestions for websites that they always go to, please send them to me as well. Um, another change that's coming is, or actually that has already happened, is I've changed my email address. So if you want to email me, uh, the new email address for the show is, um, what is it? I forgot what I changed it to. I believe it is rd 
and that stands for Rookie Designer, of course, rdpodcast at gmail.com. Um, one of the problems I've been battling, and I'm sure you've heard it because I've said it before, is spammers. Uh, spammers have been all over the Rookie Designer site. Um, the biggest problem is with the forum, and I'll get to that in a minute, but also through the email I've gotten lots and lots of spam. So I decided to finally uh, ditch that email address and go into Gmail. Now if you send me an email to my old address, which is adam at rookiedesigner.com, that still will forward for probably about another month. After that, I'm going to ditch it, and we're just going to go with the new Gmail one. Uh, Gmail is great. If any of you don't use it, it's great for blocking spam. They have really, really good spam filters, so that's why I wanted to move to that one. Uh, but again, if you want to email me from now on, it is rdpodcast at gmail.com. And I'm actually going to send one to myself just to make sure, <laughs> because I still don't have it in front of me. Yeah, that looks like it's it. Send this little test message to myself here. And it's sending right now. Um, the other topic was the forum. The forum is old. Uh, it needs to be updated. One of the problems that I found, though, is uh, the template that I use for it doesn't translate to the newer version of the forum, which means, uh, and I'm, I'm sad to say this because, you know, some people complained before when it changed because it changed what the buttons look like and how everything was set up. And I know that's annoying and I'm sorry, but it's just the way it is. So it's going to change again eventually. Uh, it's not really at the top of my list right now, so it's going to stay the same for a while probably. But I need to update the form. I need to try and get some more spam filters, spam blockers, whatever, going in the new one because I just get an incredible amount of spammers trying to sign up. Um, there, there's measures that I've taken in the past and they get around it. You know, these spammers, they're smart. They get around pretty much anything that someone develops. So uh, we just got to keep um, changing with the, with the territory. We got to keep fighting against them and trying to keep them out. So that is going to be changing in the future. Again, I'm sorry if it's any inconvenience for you, but um, short of just tearing the forum down and not having it anymore, there's nothing really else that I know how to do. So that's what's going to happen. Uh, if anybody can volunteer some time or knowledge of how to, you know, keep these spammers out of the forum, I definitely have open ears for that because I really have no clue other than, you know, what I find in Google searches and whatnot. So that is the deal with that. So I think that gets us pretty much caught up to what's going on. Uh, again, shows should be every other Thursday. I'm going to um, try my best to keep them to 30 45 minutes at the most. Um, we're, we're losing a couple of our segments there. The key commands and um, the rookie mistake. Uh, I also might omit the song at the end. I know some of you guys like that. A lot of you probably didn't like it anyways. So that's probably going to go by the wayside as well. I just want to try and condense this down. Um, make it take me less time so that you know it's not a burden on me to keep the show going. Because I do want to keep it going if we can. That being said, this show is about graphic design, working in graphic design, and all the challenges that we face as graphic designers, so that's what we are here to talk about. Uh, something happened today that I, it doesn't necessarily exactly tie into what we talk about, but it's on my mind, and it kind of ties into something that I, I thought would be a good topic for us to discuss. So. Um, 
as some of you may know, I am a Raiders fan. That's the Oakland Raiders that play in the National Football League. And today, some of you may or may not know what's going on there, but they have a really, really old owner. He's 78 years old or something like that. And he is basically the only one in control of that whole entire franchise, that whole business. Somehow he uh, built a fortress around him and nobody can really touch him. He, he owns the majority of the shares, the controlling shares of the company, so he can basically do whatever he wants. There are other shareholders in the company, but they have no, no say in what goes on, basically. Um, today he fired his coach, and the reason he said he fired him is for insubordination. Um, just a little little bit of background here. I'm not going to go too far into it because most of you probably don't care, but I will. I promise I will tie this into what, what I wanted to talk about today. Um, the coach came in. The team was already pretty much crap when he got there, so he didn't have much to work with. And the MO of this owner is that he doesn't allow coaches to have much control over pretty much anything besides coaching the team you know, in practice and on game day. He doesn't let the coach pick his own staff as far as the coordinators that, that help him build the offense and defense. He doesn't let him pick the players. He doesn't let him fire any of the players or let them go. Uh, so this is frustrating for many a coach, and many coaches won't even go to this company now um, or this team. But this coach came in, he was 32 years old when he was hired, and, and I really th believe that he thought he was going to change things there. He was going to be the one to kind of speak out about what's going on and, and cause a change in the franchise and turn things around. Uh, he was a little naive in thinking this, of course, because uh, many coaches have come in before him, one in particular who had some success but ended up being traded away um, and tried to do the same thing, try to change this old man's ways. And as many of you might know, elderly people don't like to change their ways. They do things a certain way for, you know, 40, 50 years. They're not going to change. And that's the case here. Um, the way this ties in is I had another thing come up at work where my company has been uh, going to an outside vendor, an agency, to make them a new logo. They were changing the company name and they wanted to, a new logo to represent you know, basically their new company, their new name that they're putting on the company. Um, for one reason or another, one reason or another, I'm not sure what it was, the marketing department, the president of the company, and maybe a select couple other people were the only ones who were in the, this meeting, in these meetings with this company, uh, going over, you know, the samples that they brought in and ultimately deciding what this logo is going to look like. I had asked on at least one occasion to be included in those meetings, not necessarily to be a deciding factor in what happens with the logo or which one is chosen, but I just wanted to be there because I felt that it was important to me because then I know what's going on. I know, you know, are you going to change the colors? Are you going to change the orientation of the of the logo? what's just basically what's going to happen. And that helps me and it helps them as well because I'm the person who pretty much owns many of the documents, the uh, brochure that we've made, the uh, sales sheets that we have. I've made the trade show graphics before. Uh, I've made plenty of flash demos, um, demos that they use at trade shows, that kind of thing. And I am the controller of the website, all the graphics on the website. So 
you, at least in my opinion, I figure it would be in their best interest to let me know what's going on because I'm the person that's going to have to go and change every single one of those things. It just made sense to me that I would be included on this, but for some reason I was not. Well, uh, just recently we were in uh, production mode trying to make something, make some changes to the website uh, to present to the marketing team and the president of the company. And because of that, we asked for the new logo to be able to put it in the new design and show them what we're doing and hopefully get it approved. Uh, that actually happened today. Uh, we put it in, everything went great. They loved it all. And now they want us to implement it, uh, of course, within three weeks, because that's when the name change is going to happen. They're going to be, you know, big press releases, big announcement. And now I have three weeks to change the whole website, uh, which is great, but that's besides the point. Um, but they gave me this this logo, and the first thing that I, I said, or the first thing that I did when I got it was write an email to um, the president and CC, the marketing guy, as well as my boss, um, and told him there's at least one problem with the logo that you guys have chosen. And that is, you know, I told them I was taught when I went through my initial classes and we made logos and they told us how you make logos, logo types, combination marks, combo marks, whatever. One of the things you need to do is take that and fax it and then look at the result. What does that thing look like? Can, is it still legible? Also make it small, you know, shrink that thing down pretty small to the size that it would be on a business card. Does it still look good then? Okay. How about if you take that logo and you fax it? Because faxing gives you about the worst quality you could ever ask for uh, as far as images, image quality. Um, so I did this. I actually reenacted what it would look like using Photoshop. And I sent it to him and I said, this just does not look right. You know, you can't tell what this thing is. It looks like a blob of black ink or it looks like the printer messed up, like it was supposed to print something else, but it, it got jammed or something. Um, in saying this, I was kind of making a remark that the design was bad, not that they needed to worry about faxing or that they needed to fix it so that it faxes well, which is basically what the president came back to me with. He said, oh, well, it seems if you fax the black and white version, it comes out fine. It's just if you fax the color version, then it doesn't work. And I said, uh, okay, yeah, great, you know. Uh, I, what I didn't do is say, well, actually, that had nothing to do with it. I was just trying to point out to you that this design, which you probably paid tens of thousands of dollars for them to develop, is a bad design. Uh, it's, it went against many of the rules, and, you know, there's no rule set in stone. Nobody says you have to build a logo a certain way. But it, it went against many of the rules that I was taught. First of all, you don't make something that's so complicated... Um, that it's going to not come through in something like a fax or not going to be able to be reproduced in two colors only or in black and white only. And that is the case with this thing. Um, you also generally don't want to use more than two colors in a logo. Uh, people do it all the time. But I mean, it's just one of those standard rules that maybe you at least start with. Um, you generally don't use gradients in a logo. And kind of on that same token, gradients give you more than one color, or give you more than two colors, rather. Uh, they give you several colors because there's, you know, several different transitions between one color and another when you make a gradient. All these things are present in this logo. Uh, it really just kind of surprised me that um, this is at least represented as a large, very high 
level agency and they're building this thing and it just it did not look like it was made by a professional agency to me and uh, this is where what brings me to my question and I'll go back to my little analogy or my example of the football team and the coach who uh, basically was fired for pointing out things that were wrong with the team now I'll admit that maybe this person did it in a very blunt um, not the best way to do it. You know, he came out and he criticized players that make millions and millions of dollars for not producing. Can you hold that against them? I don't know that you can. If you pay somebody $20 million, they really should get their job done. Um, he came out and criticized, criticized coaches for not doing their job. Um, the first game they played, they lost by several points. You know, they lost uh, 41 to 14 or something like that. And he criticized the defensive coach for giving up 41 points. Can you really blame him for that? I don't think so. Um, but it was the way that he went about it. He did it to the media. Um, he kind of came down hard on his own employer. So my question is, when is it okay to complain? When is it okay to point out the deficiencies of your organization, of who you're working for, of the people that you're working for? And... Uh, you know, there's there's always that fine line because you you don't just come out and start throwing people under the bus. It's just not the way things work. If you need to work with these people, then you need to have some kind of uh, relationship with them where you're not just, like I said, kind of throwing them under the bus or blaming things on them, even if it is their fault, because you have to work with these people in the future and they're not going to be very helpful to you if you criticize them in front of the boss or if you blame them for things that went wrong. Um, but there is that line and, and where do you cross it or do you cross it? So that's kind of the question I wanted to pose to everyone. And maybe, um, if you have some ideas, you could send them in, or maybe you could write something up on the forum or something like that. And, and we'll cover that. But, uh, <clears throat> it's kind of, it's kind of what I've been thinking about lately because I had that point at which I could have gone to the president and I still could because this, this whole new logo thing has not gone through yet, but I kind of get in this mode of, is it really my place to go and say that this logo is crap and needs to be redesigned or needs to be taken in a different direction when they've already had, you know, at least three or four meetings with this agency and that's the one they picked. On the other hand, I look at it from the side of, I'm the one who's going to be implementing this, putting it in several different uh, media if I put it in there and then people come back and complain, our customers or who, you know, we have lots of people that resell our product and put our logo on their, on their business cards, on their website, on their stuff. What if they come back and complain and say, what is this logo? What does it mean? I don't, it doesn't make any sense and I don't want to use it. What if they come back like that and all of a sudden our president wavers and says, well, yeah, I see your point. And then I have to change everything all over again. That's not good for me. And if something like that did happen, I would kind of look back to that point and say, why didn't I say something when I had the chance? So that's kind of what I've been struggling with a little bit and uh, a little bit different twist. I have my, my own opinions about this, but I thought I'd pose it more of a, as a question to see what you guys thought about it as well, because I'm sure this kind of thing comes up in everyone's job, uh, especially with the type of work that we do. It's a lot sometimes about opinions. Uh, 
we are supposed to be the ones to make the educated decisions like that. Like I said, I was taught certain things about logo design, so I feel I have a little more insight than does the president of our corporation or our company because he has no background in that. He has a background in being a president. And of course, making decisions is part of his specialty, but he has no knowledge with which to base his decision on in this instance. So, you know, is is that something where I'm in the right if I step in and say something about it? Uh, obviously, I haven't come to a decision on that because I didn't say anything, or maybe I did because I didn't say anything, but uh, it's not as if I'm going to lose my job as if I say that I don't think the logo design is very good. But, um, you know, you start to paint that picture or people start to paint a picture of what you're like if you come and you complain about things or you say, you know, you say your piece and they don't necessarily agree with you. So that is the danger, of course. Um, this reminds me also of a show that that I did a while back where we were talking about how much influence you have over a client. If you have a freelance client and we say that some clients that you'll know this if you freelance seem to know exactly what they want and they're they're always right you know you can't dissuade them that you know 50 point type is the best for a headline on their flyer you know even though that we know better we know that you know making it bigger is not necessarily making the design better they're just not hearing that so at what point do you overrule them and say no this isn't right it's the same kind of thing i think so um, really just where where do you take that that step into being, hey, this is my expertise. I want to tell you what I think about it, even if you don't want to hear it. I think the biggest problem that I have with this thing is the fact that I really, I, I don't want to, I'm the type of person that doesn't want to step on anyone's toes. But at the same time, sometimes people need to hear the hard truth, the cold hard truth, you know, because they're just kind of, they're in there, they have the blinders on, you know, they know what they know and they think that they're right. And sometimes that outside opinion is really what they need, which is why it is so baffling to me that they would kind of keep these meetings behind closed doors and only have a few people looking at this thing rather than putting it out to the public. And I, I don't even mean that that has to necessarily be me, you know, maybe they show it to um, some of our biggest resellers or our customers and, and see what they think. Uh, maybe it means you take it home to your wife and see what she thinks or your husband, you know, just getting a different set of eyes on it. Somebody who has nothing to do with the equation sometimes is the best thing to take a design to them and, and say, what do you think of this? Because this is Joe Blow that's going to be looking at this logo in a magazine when it first runs or on a website when they first see it. And they're going to form their own opinions about it. So, um, I don't, I don't know. I guess I don't really have advice for anyone else because I really am not sure what I'm going to do about it myself. Uh, I'm inclined to think that, that I'm going to come to the point where I, I need to say something about it because it bothers me that much. Um, I don't think that this logo was designed um, <clears throat> with our best intentions in mind. It doesn't really serve any purpose in my mind because it doesn't make sense it doesn't really show anything about what our company does. It doesn't even really kind of fit with what what the company is about or the mission statement that we have. I just, or just really, it seems like it's there for just for the purpose of being there. And it's also a very complex image. It's something that 
if you look at it real quick, you're not going to remember it. You're not going to be able to draw it out if that was uh, something that you were asked to do. It's something that's not going to stick in your mind. And uh, I don't know. I think I'm probably going to come to that point where I'm just going to have to say something about it because it's my professional opinion. And they can take it or leave it. Leave it, And uh, that's what it's going to be. So a uh, little question for you guys, though. So let me know what you think about that. And if anybody's ever been in a situation like that, like I said, you probably have at one point or another. And how did you go about handling it? Things are getting a bit out of hand. Looks like it's time to go to the bullpen. The website for today is one of my brand new favorite websites. And I think I found this from the John Knack blog, which is uh, one of the guys over at Adobe that works on Photoshop. And uh, he has a great blog as well, which we've had in the bullpen before. But this site is called DearAdobe.com. And this is a great site for you to um, read or actually produce your own gripes about Adobe and Adobe's products. So if you have some beef with them, you want to put something out there, you think something's really annoying about their prod products, you want to ask for something to be uh, added to their products or removed from their products, or you just want to gripe about something in general, this is the place to do it. And I think it's great because everybody gets to read through. You kind of just flip through each one and uh, you can agree with it or disagree with it if you want. You can say it's inaccurate. Um, you can uh, basically just check out what everybody else thinks about Adobe. And a lot of people are bitching about it. And uh, let me just tell you this, if you don't like curse words, then maybe you shouldn't visit this site because some of them are laced with profanities. But uh, I've, I found a lot of good points up there. And I found things that people complain about that I actually know the answer to their question, which is kind of funny. Um, other things pertain to, like I said, things that may be left out that people want to see in the in the applications, which I think is good. I think they put this up there so that they can read through these things and get ideas because, you know, bad feedback is good for them. That, that tells them what people want to see fixed in the applications or added to the applications, things like that. So uh, definitely recommend you go check this out. Uh, read some of the things. They're pretty funny, some of them. And add your own gripes as well if you want to see some, some change in the Adobe products. Uh, one thing I omitted from the beginning of the podcast where I usually do the news is, of course, the Adobe CS4 was uh, unveiled, I guess you'd say, about a week ago. And uh, I've heard sometime in October is going to be released. So if you guys are into getting the biggest, baddest, latest, newest version of CS, the Creative Suite, then CS4 is going to be for you guys. Um, I watched a presentation on it. Uh, most of it I had seen already, but there are some very, very good additions to the applications. And uh, I'll probably be upgrading sometime in the near future. I didn't want to take App Clinic to CS4 already because I know a majority of us probably can't afford to upgrade to these things right away, myself included. So I'm going to have to probably save up to get that upgrade. But uh, it is out there if you want to check it out. And there's tons of training on it already if you want to go watch some training videos and uh, check out what the new features are. There are some great ones. Uh, once again, I want to thank everybody for listening and rejoining the podcast three months later. Um, like I said, we are going to try and keep this thing going on a regular basis. And uh, hopefully that's that's successful because I think uh, I've gotten lots of great feedback on this show from the listeners. And uh, it's definitely something I enjoy doing as well. 
So, a couple ways you can help me, and these will be familiar to those of you who are rejoining the podcast. If you have anything to add, anything you'd like to uh, bring up as a topic, suggest as a topic, or just add to the conversation, you can do that several ways. Uh, I ask that, you know, if you have recording equipment and want to record something and send it in to me, definitely do that. Um, I will add it into the show if you would, if you want it that way, or I will just listen to it and comment myself on the next you know, on a, on a future podcast, if that's what you prefer. Uh, if you want to just send me an email, you can do that. Again, the new email address is rd, as in rookie designer, rdpodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach me uh, via the forum that we have set up. That's rookiedesigner.com slash forum. And we also still have a MySpace page. So if you're on MySpace, um, it's myspace.com slash rookie designer. Uh, that one doesn't get a whole lot of use anymore, uh, but that is still a way that you can reach me. But just be aware that it's probably going to take me a while to get back because I don't usually go on uh, MySpace all that much. Uh, I do not have a Facebook, and I really hesitate to start one for this show because uh, I'm not on Facebook all that much either. It's just something that I don't really have time for. So the best way to get hold of me are through the forum, which I think is the best way because you can talk to some other designers as well, or using that new email address. Uh, rdpodcast at gmail.com also I ask that you tell friends co-workers uh, fellow students anyone that you think would enjoy this podcast or get something out of it please tell them where to get it uh, rookiedesigner.com slash rookie is again our website and uh, thanks again everybody for listening and tuning back in and listening to me jabber on for what looks like about 40 minutes now And uh, I will be talking to you guys in a couple of weeks. And just remember that everyone's a rookie before they're an all-star. That one's high. It's got the distance. It's high.